previously on 1B D&D. Maggie, Myrie, and Grin were sent to find the Maze Engine, a powerful artifact of unfathomable potential. They hoped to trade it to an angel for some of its feathers, but the magical mechanical mystery sphere was guarded by a sadistic and cowardly demon called Slaughter Tusk. After activating the Maze Engine, the demon fled to fetch its infernal master, Baphomet. The Horned King clashed with its ancient enemy, the primeval Nol Yinagu, atop the very Orderer itself. Myri and Grin ducked beneath their feet and tried to deactivate the engine, but were hounded by fiends themselves. Then, tragedy struck, as the cannibal druid Slatis Vidir kicked an unconscious Maggie off the side of the engine toward certain death. Slatis Vidir is not a demon. Oh, he's a critter. And as he walks over to Maggie, he sneers to himself with his sharpened teeth and says, <laughs> some angel and kicks her into the magma <gasps> um 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 duh, no <laughs> no how do i fix this fuck fuck trevor <laughs> no fuck trevor no i'm holding grin can i put grin in a portable hole yeah why not <laughs> I have it I have it in my hand. Yeah, you do. You just took a gem out of it. <laughs> I scoop him into it. Mm -hmm. Put him in my pocket. Hmm? That's cartoony as hell. He's going to be so cold. <laughs> yeah, the cartoon I feel like is like flickering in my face cuz that guy's gone, right? Oh, that guy's gone. The madness is still there. Oh, but the madness remains. Okay, great. Wonderful. I see her falling and it's like like making that sound. Mhm. Mm my heart comes out of my chest and goes boom, 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 boom. And then I mm -hmm. let go of the ledge, but I don't fall Roger Rabbit style. I hole him and then I grab the ledge again. Uh-huh. <laughs> nothing yeah, nothing you, bad You happens. let go of it, put him in, like fold it uh -huh. neatly, put it in your yes, pocket. Yes, fold it neatly, put it in my pocket, grab again. Yes. And then can I lasso her? Can I stab her with the hook shot? <laughs> can I? Hook shot is tied to the uh, maze engine. Fuck. Is she falling through the maze engine right now? No, she's falling off the side of it. I, shit, okay. <laughs> this is going to cause some rule bending, but let me see this. I think you can disconnect it from the top thing, like break it, basically. Shorten its chain. And then I'm going to have you roll to make a ranged attack against Maggie at disadvantage. To like skewer her? But it, you wouldn't be skewing her. You'd be trying to like thwap her around her. I want to do that. Roll it with disadvantage. I grab the hook shot. And it goes, hey, don't pull like that. And I yank it down. Uh, and I go, don't hurt her. And I sh aim it at her. But I I do like that terrible comic slash movie wanted. You try and curve the bullet? <laughs> curve the bullet. That was terrible. One. Oh, fuck. Fuck. What's the number? It's 11. You reach out the hookshot, aim, and fire as it... Rolls around, a little cowboy rides to the end of the chain and gets out a lasso and thwaps it out and it closes and she falls. Oh no! Oh no! You're holding onto the band of this orrery. The calliope music stops. This thing begins careening down the edge and like starts sliding closer toward the magma, the engine that you're on. You grab onto a band and ride it up coming face to face with Slatis, the cannibal druid who is there at the top. Back for seconds, it's his turn. And 
casts Wall of Thorns. Brush sprouts up around, covered in canine teeth off of these brambles instead of thorns, completely encircling you. Make a dexterity saving throw. Is he a fiend or whatever? He is not. He's a humanoid. Yeah. 19. And with evasion, fucking nothing. The wall sprouts up on the band that you were riding, and you gracefully put yourself closer to him. You take no damage. Um, <gasps> <laughs> oh my god. And his eyes go wide. Your turn. In my head, my eyes turn into fire, and then he's cast this spell, and I just jump straight up in the air, and I'm like swan style looking down at him as I'm falling. And let's cast Scroll Fireball. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Burn him. She goes, no. Pulls out a piece of paper and reads from it. <laughs> you pluck your eyeballs out, uh, uh-huh. labyrinth style, and uh-huh. toss them at this dude. And they yes. <sighs> uh, roll that damage. And you do 22 damage. Awesome. And it ignites flammable objects that aren't being worn or carried, which is nothing. Which is nothing right now. <laughs> the, yeah, the maze engine catches fire. Actually, the oil that is still spattering over all of the bands of the fire <sighs> catches. So now the sphere is flaming. That was my action. Nothing else. Thank you. Okay. It is the maze engine's turn. Still. <laughs> <laughs> It continues to sink, scraping against the sides closer towards magma. It is getting hotter and hotter, and the fact that it's on fire isn't helping. Something clicks inside of it, and it goes, You don't know what that means exactly, except that things are shaking, it's sinking in the fire, and it's doing the Inception trailer music. That is now every trailer's music. It's not good. It's Lattice's turn. Now we're cooking with grease, and he raises his hand to bring down a tower of flames, and nothing happens. He looks confused, and he tries it again. Nothing happens, and he looks confused, and he doesn't know why, but he is unable to make spells right now. Your turn. Looks like you forgot to preheat your oven, chef, and I run at him, and I bring my hex blade into life, and hit him with a 17? Yes, you do. All purples. 27 damage. Hitting my calculator. Calcu now. Can I put an 84 plus 8 potion in my hole? <laughs> in my Portugal? In Portugal? Yeah, sure. Shove it in there, hoping he wakes up and close it again. That happens. Good luck! Bloop. <laughs> Don't worry about that. The ends. And a horrible grinding noise that I'm not going to imitate because I care about our listeners begins to happen instead. Remind me your alignment. You're chaotic good. Sure, you're a player character. I sure am. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Nothing happens to either of you. Just a horrible grinding noise distracts you as this thing continues to sink lower. The bottom of it now beginning to warp and melt. He says, uh, looks like we're running out of courses. My lord may not be here. But I can still take you down in his name. Make a wisdom saving throw. Eight. You are paralyzed. Damn, dude. Locked in place there. Your muscles freeze up. Um, He sneers down at you. And the hollow interior of the engine flickers with crimson light. And then one of the lights, like a laser, sticks out and begins going back and forth drawing like a 3D printer, but really quick. And it goes back and forth, passing over like a laser printer. And it 
builds a drow woman with long white hair and two eyes who takes up a laser rifle and aims it up at this dude and says, uh, time for just the desserts. His turn, he turns into a barn owl and is going to try to fly away. Myri can't move or say anything, so a thought bubble comes out of her head and it's just her with hearts in her eyes looking at Maggie shining with a laser. He's trying to fly away, it is Maggie's turn. Laser. She does not make this attack with disadvantage. 23 to hit. Uh, sure will. A bolt of radiant light. That laser finishes making her gun. She aims it and it fires. 17 damage. It has one hit point in owl form. (gasps) So he takes the remaining 16 on top of him. And he's going to make a dexterity check to see if he can grab onto the bands of this flaming sphere. Nope. Natural one, natural one. You know what that means? It means you fall into magma. (gasps) And he goes up in flames, uh, laughing as the flames lick his body. (laughs) It hurts. And his teeth, his shining veneer is the last thing that you see catch up in flame. As the sphere sinks down, now the magma begins to heat it from the bottom up. And Maggie turns to look at you. Is it really you? Oh, it's really me. I remembered everything. The <laughs> cavern shakes and the order continues to sink down. Is the control panel under the lava? It, yeah, it has melted now. It is For totally, sure. Yeah, it cool. is down there. Uh, She opens the hole. Grant, you up? You got any spell slots? Chugging the potion. <laughs> Wait, save that. Don't, don't drink that if you don't have to. <laughs> Crawls out of Portugal. Onto the sphere and it says, well, it looks like this is where our mission ends. You got no teleportation? I can get one of you. Take Maggie. But the maze engine's turn is now. Multicolored arcs of light play across the top of it and kind of glitch out. You all turn into flying snakes. Oh my gods. That's not real. All right, Grin, you take a... (laughs) And I... Fly as fast as I can with what little snake wits I have. And the three of you fly out and get onto the shelf as more rocks crash into the lava, sending torrents of flaming liquid up. As you are flying, you kind of like land and depolymorph into your regular forms, lying, panting as this pillar that was containing the mage engine begins to crash and crumble. When you notice... You're in a patch of mushrooms. Oh, no. It's nice and soft. I love it. As they begin to grow larger and you melt, falling into them. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to episode 77 of 1P D&D with Beverly Jean as Myrie's stone daughter and Trevor Wade as everyone else. Joshua Penn Pearson did the music, and this episode was inspired by the Wizards of the Coast adventure, Out of the Abyss. Well, I promised I would have two episodes up for you today. I did not promise you they would be full-length episodes, you trusting fools. Uh, No, I'm very sorry that this is going to be a shorter one today. I'm having some, uh, I guess I would call it data difficulty. It's a whole thing. 
that I don't need to bore you with, but I hope this does tide you over and we gear up for a big old demon fight next week. In the meantime, tell everybody you know about this podcast or leave us a review. You know the places to do that. Interact with us on social media? You sure can. 1PDND is the Instagram and the Twitter hashtag. 1 like the number, P like the letter, D like the letter, N like the letter, and D like the letter. The next episode is going to be up next Wednesday, March 3rd, 3-3. That's mildly interesting. Uh, Nothing else to tell y'all. I just really appreciate you, and I want to reiterate that and make it sound sincere this time. I really appreciate you. So thank you again for listening, and uh, hopefully we have a long one for you next week. See you then. You experience a blur of color and sensation, your stomach turning inside out and flipping as the world fisheyes around you. Kind of like an FDL jump in BSG. A soft, glowing light rises from ahead, like the uh, Universal Studios opening. A curvature emanating from a vast cavern. Your vision pulls out and you realize it's inverted. You're on the interior of a sphere, not its surface. The entire surface of the cave, floors, walls, ceiling, is blanketed in moss and fungi, all in shades of white and soft pastels, pink, violet, green, and pale blue. The diffused light the mushroom shed makes your view waver as if seen through a mist. Oromycos, a voice says in your head. And suddenly you are standing on a solid cave floor. The splendid fantasia fades as you are surrounded once more by grayscale and static proportions. As the morphic bulging ceases, you find yourself standing in front of an unfamiliar tunnel and a small troop of myconids. Standing at their forefront is the tallest among them, who you recognize as Sovereign Basidia. The largest and greatest being of our world, they say sadly. All that you saw is Oromycos, all that and much more. All is in danger from the corruption that will claim the whole of the world if you do not help us, Myri. And they pulled me into some sort of new room? Yeah, basically, there's a uh, spell called Travel Through Plants. Oh, cool. <laughs> this one was modified for fungi. Uh, this is the myconid that was nikonid. N- nice, nicenid. This was a nicenid myconid? Got it in one. this is the nice one okay great this is the one who asked you to go into the garden of welcome yeah oh yeah so i should i should have meant that the corruption that will claim the whole of the world if you do not help us again never thought i'd be seeing you again though now that i'm thinking about it coming down here i probably should have thought that i guess uh you need help but we were supposed to get some feathers they're demons how do you know who i am you feel no different, though I, though this one can sense your loss of power. Excuse me? Maggie says, they're an autocracy. The Mykonids <sighs> defer to whichever among them is the tallest. She crosses their arms. You want to remember, Maggie, this is Grin. Sovereign Basidia nods toward both of them. I'm, I'm willing to hear you out. We need to rest if we can... Find somewhere to talk and sleep. That would be good. Unfortunately, we do not have shelter to offer you. We beseech you at the end of all other hopes. Oh, okay. What's going on? Zuktmoy has been spreading spores, making corrupt servants and infecting the Ferzris. She is leading her new followers to Oromycos. The largest life form in the Underdark, perhaps above and below. 
She intends to bond with it. The full implications of what that would mean are unclear. But we believe it would be bad. Zukhtamoy is the Lady of Decay. No matter what her influence is corruption and death, if she intends to bond with this life form, she would destroy it utterly. Well, we certainly can't have that happen, right? No. This is all that remains of the force that would resist Zuktmoy. They gesture to the, like, dozen, dozen and a half Myconids that are there. The rest have been corrupted by her strange spores. Yikes! So there's lots of bad guys, eh? <laughs> Sovereign Basidia nods solemnly. Is there a way to clear the corruption? There is hope. We do not know for certain. This one believes that this one can use the Ferdris to infuse you and Oromycus's vast slumbering mind through rapport spores. Perhaps your influence will awaken it enough to aid in the struggle against the queen. However, there is risk. The sleeping mind isn't in full control of one's defenses and may interpret you as a threat. So you want to have me signal that I'm one of them, but if it doesn't work, be surrounded by hundreds if not thousands of tainted myconids? As this one said, there is some risk. But it was you who went to the Garden of Welcome and defeated Yestabrod. Yeah, yeah, barely. Uh. These ones are more fragile, more susceptible to Zuktmoy's influence than surfers. That makes sense. This one scoured all of the Underdark, searching for thee. We have no other hope. You've been looking for me? Sovereign Basidia nods. And I didn't feel anybody watching us. I'm really losing my touch. Um, okay. We almost found you once, but then you ate the mushroom that we were looking at you through, so the connection was lost. That makes me feel a little bit bad. But I was hungry. Mm. Let's make vegans feel guilty about eating Yeah, this mushrooms. is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was just having that debate with myself. I was like, I guess people eat cows all the time. Don't care. Okay. All right. I mean, we're. she looks at Grin and Maggie. I mean, we're going to have to fight Zuktamoy anyway, right? She turns back. How, how are we going to... I understand getting there with the rapport spores and stuff, but the... how are we going to fight Zuktamoy? Last time I remember it was a very tall... Lady Mushroom. When you enter the rapport, you will be connected to Oromycus's consciousness. Your physical bodies will be in no danger. All that will happen will be in the mind. However, if you are injured in the mind beyond repair, this one does not know how that will affect your physical forms. I'm not great at mind power. Strength? The strength of the mind is not strong? Um, uh, grin, clearly. Shoots him a look. Would it just be sort of trivia or like jeopardy? From what this one understands, what you can imagine, think of it as yourselves. Once you're tripping, you'll get it, dude. Like, I can't put it into words. <laughs> Have some water and just ride it. So it would be like in a dream. Sovereign Basidia moves their head from side to side. This one does not dream, but 
the rapport that we share as a colony. This has been compared to dreams before by surfers who have joined in the melding. I didn't do the melding, did I? I don't think you did. I think I was too spooked. Yeah. I guess let's do it. I'm fairly injured. Is any of that going to matter? Not once you enter the rapport, but you will have to travel closer to the center of Oromarcus's consciousness to get there, mm. and the journey will likely be dangerous. Zuktmoy's thralls crawl toward it in an ever-ending parade. Okay. Rest and recover. We shall keep you safe in the meantime. And the other Mykonids spread out around you and form like a circle, like a perimeter. A circle of mushrooms. You're going to go into the fake wild. Uh-huh. Wait, please don't. I don't want to go into the fake wild. <laughs> out of the frying pan and into the fair. Uh, okay, so yes, you can rest. Okay. Any emotional business to take care of before we get to the demon Yeah, fight? I mean, we should talk. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie's just like sitting there, like texting drafts to you and then deleting them. Maggie's just like walking around, setting up, air quotes, setting up camp, like trying to just be normal. What's Grin doing? <laughs> Grin uh, appears to be fiddling with something underneath his robes. I don't know how to make you make that sound better. Grin's got his back to you, and he's he seems to be fussing with something. Copy. Uh, long day, right? <laughs> How are you? Does your eye... You remember ev- everything? Yes. My memory came flooding back to me as my body was reborn, stitched together. I don't know how to describe it. I had the briefest moment of not being, and then... My memory of my old life came rushing back in. Wow. She looks at Piu and says, uh, My name is Magnolia Curita, and I am the chosen Saiyanin Moonbow. Okay, but like, how crazy is it that our nickname was so close to your name? It's true, you can keep calling me Maggie if you want, but that is an odd coincidence. Or perhaps it was a manifestation of the figment of dreams. The Lady of Mysteries works in mysterious ways appropriately. So what is this chosen one thing? I've never heard of it. She is a goddess. And like all of the gods and goddesses, they interfere in the lives of mortals to help advance their own agendas. I was a drow noble woman, but I was always uncomfortable with our culture. I did not think it meet to enslave other races, and I hated the constant backstabbings both literal and metaphorical, whether they were assassination attempts or usurping of the status quo, you always had to be on your guard in Menzabaranzan. So I volunteered to start stealing up on raids. It was there that I first saw the moon. I was fascinated, drawn to her immediately, and apparently she was drawn back to me in turn. I have always been a gifted sharpshooter, and it is appropriate that her symbol is the bow. It was she who began to communicate to me while I was in trance and set me on a mission to stop Lolf. I became aware of Gronf Banneris' plan. Lolf's plan, I should say, and Gronf being used as her puppet and was sent to stop him. I failed in my mission and his spells. He destroyed my memories and cast me into the Underdark, into the, the wilderness, you would say, in your world where I learned how to survive and became the White Widow. 
But now that my memories are restored, my mission is once more set. It seems it was always my mission. This is what drew me to you. As I tried to get you out of the Underdark, I saw firsthand the demons that rage here. Stopping them will be a great upset to Lolf. So we stop the demons, we stop Lolf? When we stop the demons, we make Lolf hiccup. She is, in her own way, a goddess. The other side of the dragon lance board. It is tragic that we must now hunt these demons down. Without the angel feathers, we will never be able to complete this talisman. Grin, is there any, like, if you don't have angel feathers, something else, substitute will do fine? Is there, like, a margarine version of angel feathers? <laughs> I could do some research and find out if there is, but we don't need margarine. I've got something much butter. And he uh, takes his hands out from his robes, and he is holding three feathers in each one. Grin, you beautiful bastard. I have not seen such sleight of hand in 20 years. I'm not even 20 years old, am I? You are. Mari doesn't remember how old she is. Yep, no, I know. <laughs> so proud of my boy. Yes, well, you were distracting the angel making this deal. I went to the statues in his gallery, and I chipped them off one by one. And as I did, they entered my mind, and I learned their names and their crimes and their torments. <laughs> they are all suffering. <laughs> oh, we need to find you a cleric. Unfortunately, I am... Though I am a chosen, I am no priest. My abilities remain unchanged. I am a marksman, and you are a demon slayer. Hmm, it's not bad. We took out three demon lords, some of the most bloody as well. That's good to hear, because I... Honestly, I don't want to fight anyone worse than that. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> Grin uh, turns his head to you and says, Just you wait. If we are going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Zuchtmort, we have quite the battle ahead of us. Make peace with any limbs that you're particularly fond of. Limbs? Why? The Lady of Decay. Oh my god. He lays over and starts muttering to himself. I truly have no spells that can, like, even ease his pain. All I can do is make him blow up. So, this sucks. I just want to help. Take it from somebody who has blown up. That is a way of easing pain. I missed you. You're not the only one who's died now, punk. <laughs> I was going to jump into the fire to get you, and like, it was like a not a good idea. But I was like, going to be smart about it. I was going to maybe hookshot into a rock and do it. She smiles to herself and says, that is a very stupid idea. And she leans down and like, kind of caresses your chin in her hand. She says, but I am touched. That's what my mom said. Get Get it? I'm touched in the head. I was sold. A <laughs> 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 uh, little orphan humor? I guess not orphan. Oh, yeah. Like a volunteer orphan. <laughs> volunteer orphan. Volunteer orphan is very good. <laughs> that is a very good band name. As you sleep, you see this vision of just colors. It's all swirls of these same colors. You're stretching out over and over go winding through caverns tunnels that are completely encirculated it's basically like fucking um meow wolf and then at the center of this cavern is this like giant cluster that 
kind of faintly glows and there's like ripples of color spread across it from one part of it to another and surrounding it in your dream you see a crowd of myconids infected underdarkians uh svervneblins dwergar drow all crowding around it like it's a, a stage and from the center of it a color flashes and then it goes dark and as it goes dark it splashes into ooze which melts all of the throng below it and then you see a wave of darkness spreading out infecting all of the color bleaching it like coral until it flashes into your head and then you wake up oh she looks around at her surroundings maggie is sitting there in trance grin is sitting there in trance and just kind of sits back down lays back down and stares at the cave ceiling and then just shakes her head in frustration there's no way she's going back to sleep and just starts doing push-ups <laughs> mm-hmm. then uh you're as rested as you can be like you don't have to wait very long for the elves to come out of their trances they're vaguely aware of you as as like you start getting restless and they right. go uh shall we um yeah no time to dive into a sea of mushroom brains like the present this is a very bad idea <laughs> and uh when have you ever thought one of my ideas was a good idea? I'm just, I just want, when do you think, do you think it'll ever happen? I'll let you know. And yeah, you set off across this fungal field. You are. Is it the same thing I saw in my dream? It's just like the colors and all exactly. the mushrooms? Yeah. You're not traveling long when you see the march of Zuktmoy's thralls. A long line dancing in a festive silent procession. Placid hookhors and lobster-like chules lumbering along Quagoth, Dwergar, and Drow, uh, that caper and spin, dancing to music that no one can hear. As Myri walks by, she's kind of looking at all of them and making sure they're not gonna turn on her and like fight her. Are they just in their own world tripping? Make a perception check. Twelve. They're pretty into whatever they are doing but you do see that as they pass by you some of them turn their heads toward you and like smile and beckon for you to join them we shouldn't join them right that's not how we report spore is it it is not as you become aware of a faint hissing and fizzing sound the fungus around you dissolves into a formless goo i touch my brain to make sure it's not falling out your brain's not falling out great just checking uh, but something is moving through the undergrowth around you, and as it does, the tall fungi that it touches begin to melt and wither. What do you do? I point to my eyes and look at my companions, and then I point to it. It's like you can see a shark fin, but the shark fin is made out of decay. Great. I point to the decay, and I do like a thumbs over to the party, and I'm like probably the party not the decay and then i whisper like we can probably break off from them later i'm not sure i don't think a little dancing and pretending will hurt though she says like i the many quagoth that are here and grin says you spend your time among the mad people you end up mad yourself uh you're so you're gonna join them and pretend to be enthralled but i'm not gonna like go off the path i'm still gonna stay on our path for sure. But I'm going to dance down the path. Gotcha. I'm going to turn just... into the whiz. <laughs> but I'm still on the yellow brick road. 
Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Just trying to like cross through the dance floor without disturbing the people dancing. Yes. Make a performance check. For both of us? Yes. 17 Myrie. Oh, okay. Oh, no. 17 Maggie. She rolled a 19. But a minus two. There's negative two. Yeah, she's like poorly, like Saturday, yeah, Saturday night fevering. Grin, who got a, a nine, just kind of walks behind you. Classic. One of the chules, these like giant, like chitinous monsters, glances over at him and lips its proboscises out. And a little subtitle comes up that says, This party's pretty lame, huh? And Grin like nods. You pass through with the parade uh, harmlessly and they continue streaming down along the side. And then I start moonwalking. Away from it, <laughs> but still <laughs> that, trying to keep going. You march along the procession for a while, and then you see like oozing darkness, like take out a chunk of it. They just kind of like all are suddenly sucked down below into the uh, the tall grass that is made out of these mushrooms, and then passes off. Does it seem like it's satisfied? <laughs> like it's full now and it's gonna go. Make an insight check. Five. Uh yeah, it's gone and you're probably safe. Why would anything here have never-ending hunger? Guys, we did it. This is so great. It, it ate and now it's done. Can I roll for Maggie? <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> 17. <laughs> she watches as it goes like through creating another lifeless lane. path. Uh, yeah, a lane. And says, um, stay alert. I don't think that was the last threat. We'll see. She's yeah. boogieing. And yeah, you groove to the music. I'm trying to think of names of dance moves, and I don't know any names because the way I dance is unnameable. I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's just, it's just what I do. But it works. 